Ah, uh, yeah, ambush, and today we are joined by a roller derby a rock a star who in 2021 put out her debut EP, Gloom Patrol. And now, now we are shifting to a new sound, a new, well, not really a new sound, a new name, though. It is Shiv and the Carvers. The new track is Mean Machine, and we are here to talk about it with, like I said, the roller derby rock star herself. Shiv, how's it going, Shiv? It's going well. I'm so happy to be chatting with you today. Hey, I am very excited as well. I hear some energy inside of your voice, and that makes me, that makes me hype. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I like it, and I am loving this new track, Mean Machine. It's it's a rocker, it's addictive, it gets stuck in your head, and I mean, it is oh so sexy at the same time. So of course, like I mentioned, you released your debut EP last year. When exactly did Mean Machine begin to come down the production line? Yeah, so Meat Machine, I started writing it last summer after the EP came out, and I had decided to work on some new music and kind of go into a more rock direction because I didn't really know when I made that EP. I didn't really know how it was going to sound. And I was also restricted by the fact that I'm not a drummer and I didn't have a drummer to work with. So I mainly used samples. And then I kind of started collaborating with the gentleman who's my drummer now. His name's Mike Wisnuck. And I was I tried to make this like atmospheric, slower song. And I wrote this this song about essentially getting back into the dating scene after not dating or having sex with anyone for a year and a half. And then I sent it to him and he was like, oh, let's add this drum track in the back. And he programmed out this great track. And I was like, this energy is amazing. And so I was like, this is kind of the new direction for like heading into a more rockier sound. Okay, so there is a new sound then. All right. <laughs> but uh, glad to hear. They have definitely added a lot. The drummer has added a lot being able to like work with someone who like adds power and like depth behind you like makes everything sound like so much more energetic. Mhm. Someone who actually like you know like cuz you can go and sample and put together some drums, but someone who has like a better understanding of the instrument is usually going to give you like a much better product, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm, for sure. And of course, you mentioned there just sort of like you were a little bit more solo before, but you've been adding pieces, some members, sort of building a band here. And you sort of have made a shift from being a solo artist Two, being a Shiv and the Carver. So I kind of want to dive into that here as well, because you just sort of mentioned having a drummer and sort of building on. So before we go further, tell us a little bit about the decision to make this shift. Yeah. So I've played in a couple bands before I joined Roller Derby, and I never really intended on being a solo artist. I just didn't have anyone to collaborate with like during the pandemic when I was getting back into making music. So I ended up putting it under my roller derby name, which was Shabam or Siobam, which nobody in roller derby knew how to pronounce anyway. And I think it's kind of confusing for people to pronounce in general. So I, we played a couple shows, we put together kind of like a live set and 
played like a couple shows under that name. And then like around the time the second show we were playing, I was just like my, my bandmates, uh, Android and Nicole, the drummer and, or sorry, the guitarist and the bassist, they both have mics up on stage and we have this like great banter between like all of us. And we have like a great relationship between all of us. And they just contribute so much to the live show and ideas about the sound and stuff like that, that I was like, I really want these people to be reflected in the, the naming of like the project. And so I, a lot of my friends call me Shiv as a short form for Siobhan. And I was just thinking, uh, my basis mean actually came up with the name. I was like, Oh, I'm thinking about like changing the name to something that's like a little bit more pronounceable, something that's more of a band vibe. And Mina suggested, how about Shiv and the Carvers? Because there's the, the nice reference, but also when you're in a skate park you're and you, you're carving the bowls, what you're doing when you're like skating around in it. And uh, Mina and Android are both excellent skate park skaters that I met through roller derby. So the, the connection is all there as well. Oh, wow. So that connection to roller derby just continues on strong throughout your music too here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, there's always been a link between like skateboarding and punk music, but I feel like most people don't know that there's also a strong link between roller skating, like aggressive roller skating and roller derby and roller and punk music. Like when you're going to a a bout, they play like Slater Kinney and they'll play like Green Day and they'll play, you know, like Fugazi and like uh, Bad Religion and like that's the music that they play when you know you're skating around and playing this sport with your friends so like it's all kind of it all feels like very related in that community sense to me mm-hmm. well it makes sense right you want if you're gonna have people like going around and like you said skating like aggressively maybe doing some hard hitting you want some hard hitting music to get them hyped up exactly they go hand in hand Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah energy is important and you mentioned uh some of your band members there too and i happened to actually uh through some research saw that one of your band members has done some of your music videos maybe even for recently uh meat machine itself yes mina smart that goddess she is a burlesque dancer bassist photographer And she, I came to her with this idea. I was like, oh, I have Meat Machine. I would love for you to just make up a concept for this. She's been working more and more on photography and kind of hadn't done a music video before. But I was like, let's see what you got. And she's like, how about you hunt, kill and eat yourself? And I was like, I'm on board. (laughs) And so she came up with this whole treatment. Yeah, she came up with this whole treatment and like really spearheaded all of it. And I'm so happy with the the final uh, outcome of it. So I'm just very, I'm so grateful to her. And I'm so glad I can work with her on so many different aspects of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I mean, it's a fantastic idea because like you're just watching the music video and you're like, okay, like, you know, you're, we're going here. And then suddenly you pop mm-hmm. out from behind a corner and it's like, what, what, what's happening here now? <laughs> her, I think her notes for me on that one was like, it said in the treatment, it was like evil Shiva Sayobam like pops out from the corner, Bella Lugosi style to look around corner. And I was like, okay, I got it. So it's like horror, but it's also camp. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Good on you for knowing exactly the direction things were going to, right? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had the vibe down. You guys are on point. I mean, obviously, that's why you want her in her band. If you got, you guys are like connected, finish each other's sentences type thing. Yeah, we are. We very much are finish each other's sentences type of best friends. I actually met her through roller derby and uh, we played on two of the same teams together for two years. So we're like, we can read each other uh, like very, very well, even like on stage, like physical cues and like eye, eye contact and stuff like that is we can read each other off that because we're so used to doing it during a game. Like I can look at her and be like, okay, you need offense and you need offense on this side right now and like go do it for her. And so like when we're on stage, I can like look at her and be like, like, go look out, like, go, it's your time to like, get out, get closer to the audience, go for it. Like, it's so nice. Go out there and shine. Yeah, go out there and shine. Go out there and rip. Uh, yeah. So, of course, I have to ask with the music video, too. Um, eating fake guts. I mean, I'm, I'm sure most people haven't done this. How do they taste? <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. So we were looking up how to make them online and Mina came up with this this concoction of Wonder Bread, uh, cornflakes, corn and cornstarch and red food coloring. But what we didn't realize was how like viscous the cornstarch was, where I was eat like and we let it sit for a minute, which was a huge mistake because when I went into the the like gut to pull it up to eat it. I broke off one of those long fake nails like off into the substance and then putting it in your mouth, it tastes like like literally nothing but in the most disgusting way possible. So I literally threw up in my mouth a little bit at the end of the take and then my friend was like calling it because she was like, okay, we can't, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> Dedicated to the scene, you, went, you, you took it as far as you could. Exactly. I took it as far as I could. And then I tapped out and, you know, go hard or go home. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All or nothing. Leave it all behind. Yeah. Just like when you're rolling around on the skates. Yeah. Leave it all on the track. Leave it all on the take. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like when you're also out on the stage. And of course, with uh, things opening back up, I mean... You've been able to get back out into the dating scene, but also back out on to the live stage. Even being able to share the stage with, uh, you know, the likes of the all epic, incredible Biff naked. What has it been like to get back out on the live stage? It's been like in way better than I could have even imagined. Like, I think when I was in my old bands, I like didn't quite know what I was doing. I still don't really know what I'm doing, but I have the confidence of like knowing that a, this is what I like that. I really want to do this and I really want to be here and b knowing that like, if I can play roller derby and I can have somebody coming at me at like a really high speed, ready to knock me on my ass, like no one's trying to hit me on stage. So like, it's so much like, I don't want to say it's easier. It's definitely not easier. It's different. But, like, I don't have to worry about being physically injured to the same capacity. So it's kind of, like, more chill, you know? Yeah, you just don't have to worry about it and unless suddenly you turn your head to the side and suddenly you're standing there with really long nails and a red jacket. 
yeah, and until my evil doppelganger shows up and is ready to tackle me down to the ground. So we'll see. I also, at the, the show that I played with Biff Naked, I also jumped off the stage at one point because they gave me a wireless mic, which I've never had before. So I was like, I can go running. <laughs> but, you know, if I keep jumping off of things, there's no guarantee that I won't break something. You guys gave me an inch. I'm taking a mile. Let's go. Yeah. <gasps> Literally, I was like, ooh, I can run off stage. I'm going to run off stage. Oh, my goodness. That is fantastic. Uh, so, of course, like we mentioned, we've been talking about uh, this first single since your uh, last EP here. So I have to ask, with there now being a band and otherwise, has the uh, writing of the group shifted a little bit? Is there no more music coming on our way? What can we expect in the future from uh, Shiv and the Carvers? Yeah, so I'm still the main songwriter for the group, although... I don't have to write like bass parts and drum parts anymore, which is like really exciting to me. And Mike Wisnuck, my drummer, he and I often end up now collaborate. We've, we've grown this relationship where I'm able to like come to him and be like, Oh, I, I have this song fully written, but I don't like this part of it. And then he's like, okay, play me those chords. And then I'll play it for him. And he'll be like, okay, three ideas to make it different. And like shows me, like what he's thinking. It's a very, like, it's more collaborative upon the ideas that I come up with, which is like just incredible to me. And so we've written, we have a headlining show actually at Sneaky D's on Saturday, August 27th. So we've written some new songs um, for that show as well. So the plan now is to record a new EP under the new name, probably recording this fall and then put out some new music and uh, just keep playing shows around Toronto and keep working that new material. Cause it's been exciting. I wrote, when I wrote all the old material, I kind of wrote it in my apartment and then had to translate it to stage. And now it, now that I know what it feels like to play those things on stage, I, I can now write for what I feel like is going to be exciting for people in the moment when they're like experiencing the music. Yeah. Some people don't think about like the importance of a set list and like how you build it. Right. Cause like sometimes like you're yeah. taking people on like a roller coaster, you're bringing them up, you're bringing them that them back down. Right. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I love it. I yeah, there's love there's it. definitely an art to the set list for sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. And of course we've been talking about a little bit of the art of roller derby throughout here as well. So we mentioned with the world opening up. So with exactly that, have you been uh, breaking out the skates? Have you been uh, getting back out there? Yeah, I have. Um, so Toronto Roller Derby, unfortunately, we lost our practice space during the pandemic because like, we couldn't sell any beer or ticket sales. So we couldn't pay the rent on the space that we had before. So we've been kind of, it's been just kind of once a week that we've been getting back together to skate, but we're still looking for a permanent space, which we could, you know, restart kind of our league building from there. At this time, I've been focusing a little bit more on skate park skating, just because that's like, it's the summer, it's beautiful outside. Toronto has uh, a few skate parks that are really great to go to like local ones downtown um, that are just open for the summer. So I've been really taking advantage of that. I also started skateboarding recently, which has been uh, interesting. It's definitely a different foot maneuverability 
skill set, but I, I like it. I love trying new things. Hey, it's a, it's a different form of movement. And it, like you said, there's so like you would think, oh, you know, a couple wheels, you do that. It's like, no, it's an entirely different game. You have to learn like a different way of moving yourself, different little like tricks and otherwise. It's uh, either way. Good to have fun. Feel young. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, I have a, a few more questions for you here, Shiv. So yeah. I, I would love to know, what is something that you're grateful for? Ooh, I, I'm grateful for my chosen family, for the people in my band, and also all my friends around me that have been so supportive of me, like making music and starting to make art again. Cause it's, it's definitely scary to like put yourself out there as like an adult and, you know, not put yourself out there and try something new and just be like, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to figure it out. And if I fall in front of people, then I'm going to fall in front of people. And I feel very grateful for the people that surround me and, and give me like love and care. Mm -hmm. That's good. Very good. And I'm glad that you have uh, been able to find people who give you that love and care. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And of course, we've been talking about this latest single, Meet Machine, sort of getting yourself back out into the world, figuring out who you are maybe a little bit and, you know, finding some friends to uh, join in along this journey. So what I would like to know is over this uh, past little year here, how has this time as a musician helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself? Oh, that's a great question, Colton. <laughs> I would have to say it's taught me to that I'm capable of a lot more than I thought that I was. And it's taught me the importance of community as well. I think that starting something in, in the pandemic when you weren't able to go out and play shows and like meet other musicians was it was really tough because like what do you do in that case you just go on tiktok and you make like you try and promote your stuff on the internet because that's literally all that you can do but i've really forgotten the value of like live music and community and that has been like the biggest lesson of this has been like it's not necessarily about the the destination it's about the journey and the people that you meet along the way Hey, it's you got to take that time to smell the flowers, right? Yeah, you got to stop and smell the flowers. I am totally terrible at that. I'm so type A. I like that. You got to stop to smell the coffee beans. That's like more my vibe. <laughs> Get yourself more hype. <laughs> Let's go. Truly, truly. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and the fans should go and jam out these singles. This latest single, Meet Machine. They should go ahead and watch the music video. Go ahead and follow Shiv and the Carvers. Where's the best way to uh, connect with the band, would you say? Uh, I'm probably on Instagram the most. And my Instagram handle is chivalry, but with an S. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And I will put tags so that the uh, fans, the listeners, can go ahead and find some of this music, find some of these accounts, make it nice and easy for you all shiv i have had an absolute freaking blast chatting with you here today i want to thank you so very much for taking the time 
to dive behind the meat machine with us. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. This has been so lovely chatting with you and I'm sure we'll, we'll chat again. Oh, my mighty ambush. Yes, you have heard it here. It is now Shiv in the Carvers. The track is a meat machine. And oh my goodness, they have oh so much more coming your way. But to hold you over, you can find this single on your favorite music streaming service. To stay up to date with the new music, go ahead and follow the group on your favorite social media. Of course, I need to thank Shiv herself for joining us here today to take us behind the meat machine, behind the transformation into Shiv and the Carvers. I had a blast. I hope that you did too. I have to thank Eric Alper for helping with setting up today's interview. The audio wizard at German from YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. And you, the ambush for tuning on in. If you've yet to join up with the AM, what the hell are you waiting for? It's as easy as hitting that subscribe button. Do it right now. You can also do right now is share this episode, give us a five-star review, and check out our web store, www.desertatiger.shop. You can also go ahead and check out me, the Colton G, refereeing in Edmonton, Alberta, for Love Pro Wrestling this Friday, August the 26th, 2022. If it's past that date, well, uh, who on you? Because you missed out, but you couldn't find out what other shows, where else I'm going to be kicking it, hanging out by checking out my social media. It is the Colton G. And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it on out into the world for you, my friend, are a mighty, mighty tiger. Don't you ever forget this. And until... Next time, I'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye, my ambush. The Desert Tiger Podcast.